0: suffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl.
1: It's very early in the morning.
0: Yeah, and when we say very early in the morning, I don't mean very early in the morning for me, which is like nine o'clock. <laughs>
2: that not the morning is early for you. I think it's more like noon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, no, it's actually early. This is even I typically get up for most work days at 630 Sometimes at six, and we had to get up at like ten till five, or ten till six.
0: Cause now it's 6.07 a.m. on this slightly muggy Thursday morning here in <laughs> Huntington, West Virginia.
1: Uh so welcome to the morning. This is what it's like, and this is what we sound like. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome.
2: <laughs> Very dedicated to bringing you this show. It's just yeah, when it could happen.
1: Yeah, if you ever had any question, do they, do they really care about us? We yes, do. I mean, <laughs>
2: I'm awake right now a lot of the times, but it's usually from the other end where I'm still awake from last night. Mm-hmm. So this is this is what it feels like to to be on this side of it. And I don't like it. Yeah,
0: it's- I heavily considered that last night. Just like be up at five forty-five, maybe just like stay up.
2: That's it. That's a gamble, you know. I've you know. I've done that before when it's, like I've got an early flight, or I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna stay awake. You really, you're really hoping that when you get to those wee hours of like four, that like that's that's yeah. when the truth comes out. Like, nope, this was a bad decision. <laughs> I made a bad choice. Yeah.
1: Four a.m. I always thought that was no man's land. I
2: think it is. Yeah.
1: I, I always thought that that was the that was the hour when I would look at myself if I was still awake and go, what are you doing? <laughs> Or if I had to get up, what are you doing? No one is awake at this time. This is the time
0: for sleeping. This is the one time that everyone should be sleeping. I think that's fair. Because,
2: like, up till 4, you could maybe argue that you might could still be at a bar. But even the bars are definitely closed after 4. Like, there's no good reason to be awake.
1: Exa- well, and there used to be... Riley, let me tell you about in the past when <laughs> fast food restaurants weren't all open 24-7. Um, there used to be this window... Between when Taco Bell closed mm-hmm. and when, like, McDonald's breakfast opened. Yeah. It, it was right around... F- I, was it the four to five window? I think that... Maybe? That I think that's right. what it was.
2: Yeah. And
1: what there was an hour. What did do for that hour? You could get... There was no... I mean walmart i guess yeah. there was nowhere to go
2: well no, I, you, you go just buy a whole cake at walmart and you at the <laughs> yeah. parking lot and I, I say that from experience
1: oh that's it that's your only option because there was no there was that fast food void and then they closed it void. they closed it on both ends because like they're up they're all open
0: yeah and taco bell know. has breakfast <laughs> and is open until like four in the morning mm-hmm.
1: Now, now we're living in a post-apocalyptic. <laughs> I can't say that word on this show. Hexcape. Hexcape. <laughs> where, where Taco Bell has <laughs> breakfast. Donald Trump is president, and
2: uh, and and, uh, and International House of Pancakes is now the International House of Burgers. <sighs> <laughs> really Do you hard. follow that? IHob? I have. Yes. I I don't. You know, whatever. Like, I, I I think every fast food place can can you know I. Identify however they feel comfortable. But but I just think the fast food Twitter like response of like every other fast food place owning International House of Burgers was yeah. That was the most riveting bit of like, like that's the most the the best written drama that I've watched all year. Was just like
1: (laughs) Wendy's and Burger King like coming at them.
2: It's great. I think I think that because like, I delve deep into like all of the weird fast food Twitter because I don't know that's what I did with my Tuesday. Uh, I really like that Moonpie never really has like super clever things to say, but always backs Wendy's play. Like Moonpie <laughs> is always like, "Yeah, Wendy's, <laughs> 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 go to prom with me." <laughs> like I, I like Moon Just, Pie. <laughs> When you
1: were when you were deep in that weird <laughs> subset of. Twitter users, did you find Justin? Because that tends to be where <laughs> that's usually where he is.
2: When you're that far down, you don't pretend to know anybody. You just bump into each other and just go, no, you never saw me here. You never saw me.
0: <laughs> did you see who KFC is following?
2: Oh, yeah. they The the, the, the Spice Girls and, uh, oh, gosh. What is it? I won, like won. six guys
0: named Herb. Yeah. yeah.
2: Six Herbs and Spices. And it. <laughs> Wait, it's seven, right? Seven. 11. 11. 11. Because the five Spice Girls. <laughs> like, how many Spice Girls are there? <laughs> have we been adding a new one every year? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't remember how
0: many secrets KFC <laughs> <laughs> no. How do you have 11 secret spices that no one else has maintained and obtained?
2: I don't know if all I of mean, those are secret because I think one of them is salt and, one and of probably <laughs> pepper. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Maybe the method they used to obtain said spices is also secret. Uh, it
2: could be. This is also That's <laughs> on the dark web. You don't want to go find that.
1: There's a place in our town where there's a KFC, and it was built, like, directly in front of this house. It's off of Route 60. There was a house, and then they built a KFC, like, I mean, almost in these people's front yard.
2: Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about.
1: I've always felt so, I, I we drove by the other day and I looked at Justin and I said, I've always felt so bad for those people because, you know, they can't, I mean, it's like they're never going to be able to sell a house. And he said, are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> Justin would love to live there. <laughs> are you kidding me?
1: You could zip line to KFC. <laughs> it's right there. I feel it. Like, um, I'm good on that.
2: But all of your things would smell like fried chicken.
1: Yes. Like always. Yes. Is all that the time. Is a bad
2: thing? well yes i gotta go with yes
1: (laughs) from taylor's perspective i'm gonna guess she's gonna say yes i you know what though i because you're because you're vegan i
2: mean i I don't like i I still like appreciate the smell of a fine cooked meat product i can't eat it (laughs) i just don't think i'd want to smell like fried chicken all the time
1: well i wouldn't either and i eat fried chicken so so that's fair Well, speaking of
2: changes... (laughs) Changes is a good transition. Uh,
1: Sometimes when life changes, you get a KFC in your front yard, and McDonald's and Taco Bell merge as one 24-7 food serving...
0: A McTaco... uh,
1: Yeah, place. But um, other things change with time, too.
0: Oh, like what, Sydney? (laughs) Well, like,
1: you know, media. Yeah. Last night, uh, so Justin's out of town. So last night before I went to bed, once I had the girls down, I treated myself, uh, while I was working too, I treated myself to uh, some West Wing reruns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's> because <true. laughs> you treated yourself? Yes. <laughs> to this? I love to watch West Wing reruns.
2: That sounds like one of those shows that's secretly homework, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's
1: so nice to escape to right now. Jed Bartlett is president, and he's, he's threatening to veto a budget bill because they're trying to throw some awful Marriage Defense Act on it. It's their amendment on it. It's beautiful. It's like the world you wanted to live in.
2: <laughs> not, not the one where we're actively beating with, shaking hands with fascist dictators. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not that one. Yeah. See, it sounds Not... like ours is made for TV drama, and that just sounds like a regular day on the hill. But... It, it, yeah, exactly. Actually,
1: a lot of the stuff on it does seem kind of tame in comparison. <laughs> like,
2: what, this is TV? This is exciting? Um,
1: <laughs> but uh, I, I was watching the West Wing rerun because I was thinking, back in our day, Taylor, if we wanted to watch a rerun of a TV show... Well, one, we probably couldn't just like on demand go find an episode of a TV show that we really loved. Unless, two, we had taped that show and had it. Like on VHS or something. I was
0: gonna say when you said taped, you don't mean like DVR, like recorded it, like blooped it, blooped it. No, I mean, mean on a VCR. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: I mean TiVo and DVR came around for me. I th- I feel like it was right at the end, like beginning of college, end of high school time. Yeah. But even that, like, if you think about it, I watched an episode of West Wing last night that is from 2000. 2000- 2002 yeah I mean something like that I certainly couldn't have done that yeah you know uh, um and those I mean, DVR things that long
2: yeah and I don't, and those even when those things did come around those weren't things that you widely used
1: no no I remember when I was first dating Justin uh we would hang out over at his parents house and they had a TiVo and it was very exciting <laughs> <laughs> Well, what? it was, because it was like, wow, look at this. You can pause, you can rewind. You can skip this the commercials. This is, I mean, we, we were amazed by this. But but back back in the day, unless you had, as for instance I do with all of Dawson's Creek, a giant plastic tub full of VHS tapes with every episode ever of Dawson's Creek on it, um,
0: you couldn't do that. Are you okay, Sid? <laughs> like, you still have those. Oh, you still have them? You never know what... You may need.
1: Is it like an actual
2: (laughs) tub? Like, could you fill a tub with Dawson Creek VHSs go swimming?
1: It's. I mean, it's one of
2: those like. Wait, are you asking if it's a bathtub? It's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a bathtub. I it's it's an amount that you can fill a bathtub with. (laughs) I just think it'd be a good photo op. Uh, Go ahead.
1: (laughs) I don't know. It's. It is a plastic storage tub, but. It would be. It would fill a significant portion of a bathtub. All right,
2: that's that's how you, you see, Riley. That's how we used to measure our VHS collections. Like, <laughs> if they could fit in the bathtub, if you could swim in it, you were a fan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so I mean, you never know. Like, I I also have it all on DVD. <laughs> I
2: also have all of Dawson's Creek on DVD.
1: I just don't ever want there to be a time when I can't access Dawson's how Creek in many
2: forms. No matter what the, the the coming Armageddon is, there will be some form of Dawson's Creek that Sydney will have uh, accessible.
0: The internet can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm like 99% positive, and I've never looked. That show is probably available on either Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Probably, Prime. I'm sure prob- you can definitely
2: I'm, buy it if nothing else to stream.
1: Pro- I'm, sure, I'm sure that's possible, but you never know what, what the future brings, and-
2: I don't want to wait for the oh, internet no. to be
1: over. I want my VHS and DVDs. Do,
2: do, 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 do. Yeah, that's really good for six a.m. That's it <laughs> really <not>. good. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I mean that's that's what yeah yeah the, the amount of just physical space. I mean we're talking like. Like even once you switched over to DVD, that was a, that was a whole other thing. But like mm-hmm. for me, all of my VHSs, like that's that was all. Well, it was all anime. But um, even before I had like <laughs> legal legal anime, I have fan subs. So this is really fun, Riley. When you wanted to watch <laughs> a cartoon that wasn't out in America yet, you could order them off the internet. And someone else was like making the tapes physically for you, like adding subtitles yeah. to them, and then oh you would gosh. you would get them in like I don't know, like a month later, <laughs> you would get it.
0: <laughs> like, That's so crazy. Suspicious,
2: like somewhat labeled, but not really labeled VHS tapes. It uh,
1: it f- it feels it's not the same, but I got a little a feeling of that. Um, we we're watching the first season of Terrace House, mm-hmm. Justin and I. Mm-hmm. Which isn't it was never like subtitled and made available in the U.S. So we knew it existed because it is referenced in further seasons, but we couldn't find it. And so Justin started looking and there is somebody who is on going on YouTube and like posting. They're they're doing the subtitles and posting it.
0: Ah. So you found it on the tube
1: yes so we found it and we were very excited but it felt that way a little it, it was reminiscent of that for me Taylor because it was like there's this person who's doing the subtitles and they have like the quirky things that they name it because it's their own thing and, uh, anyway
2: I, I, can't, I can't believe because I remember like pulling up those websites and having like mom put in her credit card information and it was not like, a, like today where you like go through PayPal like that really wasn't the thing you just were like sending your credit card information off in an email like t- trust yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it worked out but i'm like wow why did why did she trust me like 12 year old taylor like yeah this is a good one this is a good site to get it illegal DVDs. <laughs> illegal vhs it's really VHS. true <laughs> I promise- it's really
1: true if you if you saw the kind of buying we used to do on the internet riley it would terrify you because <laughs> that was the only buying that existed it wasn't standardized yet yeah.
2: also like please mom buy me these unmarked vhs's from japan it's definitely not porn. <laughs> Actually, but some of it might be because it's anime and it, some of it definitely was. But it's cool. <laughs> Trust me.
1: That that was a lot of my early introduction to porn was anime that you found, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't really seen pornography and then you would show me things like, look what I found. It's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what is that? Sister, what have we stumbled upon <laughs> together? Mom let oh, me no. buy this on the internet. She didn't ask <laughs> me too many questions. <laughs> it had like a cute girl and a rabbit on the cover.
1: <laughs> um, but but so that's one thing that I was thinking about is is it's amazing to me how I I mean I just take that for granted like that shift that now I can access all the shows that I want essentially mm-hmm. uh, like from my bedroom. I didn't even have to go downstairs to obtain my DVDs of mm-hmm. Dawson's Beatesses. Creek. I also have all of West Wing on DVD. This is like a side note. I have collections of like all my favorite TV shows. Justin does too. And you can Mm -hmm. imagine there's many more for Justin. Right. On DVD. And we cannot bring ourselves to throw those away.
2: (laughs) I still have. I have all of Buffy two ways. like Two ways. when When it first came out, it was every season of Buffy individually. And they were all different colors. And they had like different. Yeah. people on all the sides and then they uh-huh. came out with like the ultimate collection and it's all in one box of all, all i've got Buffy that DVD. one yeah yeah I, I got that one but then i couldn't bear to part with the other ones because they're so pretty and they have all the separate disc art so it's just an object now
0: <laughs> but like it's all on netflix y'all i know all the episodes
1: it's hard it used to be such an accomplishment when you collected each season of something Mm -hmm. or later on when they started coming out with those giant like series collections that would be fancy and have extra stuff with them. Mm -hmm. Um, Like mine, uh, my MASH set.
0: I've seen your MASH set.
1: I love my MASH set. I treasure my MASH set. And it's hard to... The the idea of parting with it. Because it is. It was something that you love. When you got it, it was so exciting. I mean, I remember in college... With watching my Mash DVDs in my dorm room as I was studying, just like popping in one after the other and going through all the old episodes of Mash, mm-hmm. and it's hard to imagine parting with it. Yeah, well, but it is. It's just stuff now. Like it's it. I don't use it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't access any of. It. There's like one. With the only DVDs we watch are the Weird Al show, because I don't know if it's anywhere. It might be somewhere on the internet. <laughs> it probably is. But Justin got Charlie hooked on the Weird Al show, and she adores it. And so. Wow. We watched that. Your kid
2: is weird. Well, but you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. I, I think a lot of this, and I wonder, like, for for kids today, a lot of this to me, when I was a teenager and like a young adult, it was kind of like, it was how you displayed your identity, like. Having that, mm-hmm. like, big rack of, like, CDs, like, in my room with my music taste was important. Like, having, like, I had all of my, all of my anime VHSs, like, lined around the baseboards of my room so that when I had people yeah. over, they could under like, oh, this is who, this is who I'm dealing with. Like, it was some sort of <laughs> <laughs> weird, 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 magical girl porn. Uh, but, like. That, that that was a way of sort of showing your identity, and I feel like like there are so few ways of doing that, or at least not in the ways that we did it now, like with this like the stuff yeah. that you own. Like it's all mm-hmm. yeah, you guys still have the same stuff, but it's all compressed, and you don't have to have that commitment of like the purchasing power.
0: Yeah,
1: would I mean, is there any reality in which you buy somebody a DVD now?
0: No, I was thinking <laughs> about that when you all were talking about that, and I think in my lifetime. I don't think I've ever bought or owned uh, a DVD that wasn't like a movie, like a TV set or a TV series or season on DVD. I don't think I've ever purchased one What about owned one. Well,
1: would you even with a movie now?
0: I don't think I even went with a movie now because we were at the store the other day and I saw a movie I wanted to see that had just come out. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was available on DVD yet. And the first thing that popped in my head was that means it's available on iTunes so I can buy it on my computer and download it now. <laughs>
1: Well, and I I think another thing would be how many of your friends have their own DVD player.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had to buy an extension for my laptop to be able to <laughs> play DVDs on it. Um, so, and, which why would
1: you do unless which, you absolutely like, had to get a DVD of something? Yeah. yeah,
0: and I only got it to watch like DVDs of old shows I had been in, not like <laughs> TV shows or movies. I, uh i was you can put those on the internet if you want you know. Know.
2: <laughs> yeah I, I was very uh upset and bewildered when i got like my newest laptop which i mean not new it's like five years old at this point but like when that change happened in laptops where they were like wait we, nobody needs a disk drive this is silly." and they just took it out, I just felt so wronged. Like, what? <laughs> what yeah. do I do with all of these DVDs that I have? <laughs>
1: Hold on a second. Look at, look at you th- didn't ask me. <laughs> I have all the buffies. <laughs> How do I
2: watch these like, it's on the internet. No, that's not the same. Do you think it's,
1: as long as we're still talking about visual media, because uh, Taylor, you mentioned CDs, so there are other forms of this that we can talk about, but like, with, with TV and movies. Do you think, though, it's broadened like, your palette as, I mean, you can view anything,
0: This almost. is true. You can
1: watch anything, and I, as as a teenager, I mean, I watched, so I was never like an appointment TV kind of person, you know? There were yeah. some shows that I tried to catch, but if I didn't, I didn't, mm-hmm. and I would watch the next episode, <gasps> if even if I hadn't watched the one before. <gasps> this was like a giant thing Justin and I had to get over, the <laughs> idea that... I was comfortable missing an episode of a TV show and continuing on. And he was like, no, you Usually can't do they that. Usually do a
0: little recap. Usually they're yeah. like previously yeah. on.
1: Well, and I mean, what was your other option? Just like never watch the show again. That's like, like well, that show's, <laughs> that show's dead to me now. I can't <laughs> watch it. But so, I mean, I, but I didn't interact with TV as much because if I missed the show, I liked, well, there was nothing else on maybe, or I could just like watch Food Network once that came around. And that's um, always a good option, right? Uh, and uh, that wasn't always around. That's mm-hmm. that. um. It's true. But and then the only shows that I could watch and rerun were things that I had gone and spent my money to buy DVDs of. Yeah, I don't know. Do you?
0: Maybe you guys watch a lot more TV? i was gonna say I feel like it really like increases your your productivity and limits the amount of distraction you can create because you only had so many shows that you were willing to watch over and over again but for me it's just like hmm I just finished one series on Netflix let me just find another one to start real quick does is that like an
1: imperative there's a Netflix series everyone is watching always
0: yeah that is I think there is I I know that I always have probably multiple going at one time that's well and I think I mean I know as
1: adults now I'm we're right now in our life we're not watching a lot of it but when we do have time to just sit and relax and we're doing other things we have office reruns on in the background
0: <laughs> yeah i've watched all of the office like four times are you kidding me just like i'll turn it on <laughs> in the background while i'm doing work and then i'm like through the series but then it's like i just want to watch something like goofy and i watch the entire series <laughs> like it's just all there
1: <laughs> that's interesting i would wonder if you guys aren't watching a lot more tv
0: say we have to be yeah uh, it's it's fun because
2: I remember having this thought when I first had like when I first got like Spotify that like wait mm-hmm. I can listen to any kind of music it doesn't have to necessarily be the music that I've gone out and purchased and I think when you make that buy like you're kind of buying for your I- identity I guess you know like I'll go to the store and if I'm buying a CD I'm gonna buy something that is in the like the wheelhouse of music I've decided I want to listen to but when it's a free for all and I can listen to anything, you know, it's I'm gonna listen yeah. to a lot of stuff that maybe I wouldn't like allow myself. That's to true. buy. And same with Netflix, yeah. <laughs> like I find myself watching stuff that I wouldn't want anyone to know I'm, I'm watching, <laughs> like just yeah, dumb media. And and I I, I feel in Subway, it's like it's kind of that same question of like identity, where it's like. Given the choice where you don't have to spend that like twenty five dollars to, to buy that, like, you know, whatever for me, that green day C D to be like, I'm punk. I have the receipts, like literally. <laughs> like now I'm like, Why well, have Spotify? I kind of feel like some some I don't know, some Britney Spears today, and that's fine. It's no nope. And no one will know. No one will know. <laughs> now I've told the internet. But uh like I, I feel like that's kind of a weird change of like how you sort of like identify with your media and how you sort of encapsulate yourself with that yeah I mean do you guys I guess I'm sure you guys still have those signposts but at the same time like I think that maybe it's it's less of less of an imperative for for your generation
1: Well, I think there are a lot more uh, versions of this, as we alluded to, music and other things, that Mm -hmm. we can get into some more. But before we do that... Let's check the group message. So today on the group message, we got a couple sponsors to tell you about. We do. Uh, The first is, we have, I think we've told you about uh, books from Tor before. Tor
0: Teen. Tor Teen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
1: so this episode is sponsored by Tortine, the proud publisher of Roar by Cora Carmack. So, Riley, do you want to tell everybody about this
0: cool new book, Roar? I do. (laughs) Let me get my dramatic voice on. In a land ruled by violent magical storms, power lies with those who control them. Aurora Pavan lacks the magic she'll need to protect her people. Her only choice is to marry a dark and brooding stormling prince. But when she meets a black market storm hunter, Aurora realizes she can steal magic if she's brave enough. So don't miss the best-selling author, Cora Carmax Roar, available now wherever books are sold. It sounds super cool and super interesting. So
1: that sounds like a cool, exciting new book.
0: And like a perfect, perfect for little- teens. Yeah, like a teen, teen fantasy <laughs> wonderland romance- novel kind of girl power there kind yeah. of girl power vibe.
2: i i think that tour teen should hit riley up to do a dramatic like uh reading of the entire book for an audio because that, <laughs> that was good
0: Tor, if you need audiobook readers that, that <laughs> hit a, me up
2: I, that made me excited yeah that sounds super cool
0: yeah so if you want more information about roar visit torteen.com that's dot ncom
1: Uh, The other sponsor we want to tell you about this week is Simple Contacts. So uh, Simple Contacts is a convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder contacts from anywhere in minutes. Um, I have uh, used the service myself. I have many contacts now. You can't have them though because they're mine. And well, I mean, it's my prescription. It, that, so yeah, it actually you'd have no
2: use for them. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: unless, unless you and I share the exact same contact prescription, in which case if you need some, I will, I will give you some. Yeah. I, I have extra. It's okay. Thanks. Ed. But, but otherwise you can't have them cause they're mine and they were delivered conveniently to my house. Um, after like a simple online process where they figure out what your prescription is and, and all that kind of stuff. And you answer some questions and, and it's really easy to do. Um, it, you take a five minute vision test from your phone or computer. It's reviewed by a licensed doctor. You receive a renewed one year prescription. That's what that's called from doctors. Prescription (laughs) should know that. And you reorder your contacts. Um, do you have an unexpired prescription? You just upload a photo of your doctor's information and you order your lenses. So it's super easy to do. You get contacts delivered right to your home. Um, and uh, and it is important, though, I should note, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. This is just a quick way to get some more contacts yeah. if you already kind of know what you need and you're up to date on your eye exam and you just need your prescription. Yeah. So, Taylor, if people want to check out s- Simple Contacts, what should they do?
2: Well, uh, right now you can get a, s- a special offer, uh, and that is if you go to Simple Contacts slash still... Or com slash still buffering. You can get thirty dollars off of your contacts. So that's just if you go to Simplecontacts.com dot slash still buffering, or just enter code still buffering at your checkout. You can get thirty dollars off of your your contact order
0: right now. It's awesome. So go check that out. Check it out. A okay, good deal.
1: So as you alluded to, Taylor, I think I think music is another good example. You try new things that you yeah, because they might sound good. That's okay, Daniel thank you, Tiger. Daniel Tiger. That's Daniel Tiger. Um, <laughs> it's not really about music. It's about food, but, you know, it works. <laughs> you can try a new a new band you've never
0: listened to or some broccoli. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting because you're talking about how you kind of lose some of that identity you show to other people when you lose, like, the physical copies of music because no one knows what you're listening to. Thank, thanks for chiming in, Coop. Yeah. <laughs> you agree? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just staring at me. She will never know. She's looking at you going, I will never know what a CD
0: or DVD are. You will never know. <laughs> You're so little. By
2: then it's just going to be in your sweet little baby brain. It's just going to be in there, all the music, it's just access, uh, whatever you want, whatever we'll you want.
1: Beam yeah. it directly into your giant McRoy head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, oh, don't talk about my head that way. No, don't tell but, the world. <laughs> but uh, I think the only comparable even idea now is if you have it's gonna sound so not even close to the same if you have apple music uh you can make your account on apple music and you can create playlists and you can create like collections of music that you like or like save other people's collections of music and playlists for your own profile and you can make friends on apple music and you can they can always see what you're listening to and you can share your playlists with them
2: do you and look and
0: I mean, I don't often, but it's like if you go to the little For You tab on Apple Music that sometimes has like a favorites mix for you in it or like what you've recently listened to or what is on your heavy rotation, Mm -hmm. uh, it also says like, here's what your friends are listening to.
1: Do you think now I I, there was a time when if I was interested in a person and I wanted to know, like, is this somebody that I want to go on a date with? We probably would have conversations about music and TV shows and movies as like kind of a gateway to like, are we into the same stuff as mm-hmm. this? And like one of that might be going over that person's house and looking around and seeing like, yeah, I see, you know, movies I like. I right. see books I like. I see CDs I like. Do you think that as a result of the lack of like physical objects, people are going to be less concerned with that as like as like a reason to start seeing somebody?
0: I mean, maybe. I know that for me personally, if, if that were still uh, a question and a conversation to be had before you started talking to someone or dating someone, I probably wouldn't uh, have many people that wanted to continue talking to me <laughs> or dating me because the only music I listen to uh, usually is show tunes, <laughs> songs from musicals. So I don't often find a lot of, a lot of people around here that share that view with me. So I'm glad that's not a concern and people don't know that about me until after it's too late.
2: (laughs) You know, but it's funny because I feel like with our generation you would go to the store and you would buy the identity that you wanted. You thought you wanted to attach yourself. You know, I'd go and buy all the like the the punk rock CDs because that's what I wanted people to perceive me as. I'd go and buy all the like horror movies and anime because that's what I it's what I liked, but it's also what I kind of chose as my identity. And I think now... It's funny how, like, actually a lot of the services we're talking about, they tell you what you're like. Like, mm-hmm. I could... That's true. I mean, like, Netflix has your suggested Netflix. And who isn't kind of mortified by what Netflix thinks you're going to like? Because it's usually right, but I don't necessarily yeah. want anyone to see that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, that, that's exactly true. Yeah, you got to be careful about who you turn that on in front of. That's very true. Yeah.
2: And, and same, like, Spotify does these, like made for you playlists like these daily mixes and it's like they they theme them around the genres of music you listen to the most and it's like they'll give you six of them and my like four five and six are respectable but the ones that tend to make my top three slots it's all just like like lots of bad pop punk and emo from like the 90s like <laughs> and there's always one in the top three that's nothing but like Beyonce and like Kesha and Britney Spears and like Nicki Minaj because I listen to that when I'm running so it's like that's <laughs> you know like it, it's telling it's 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 revealing maybe a deeper truth about me than any that I would attach to myself with my purchasing power. Yeah do
1: you think um I was thinking about on the music end if because now you you have no there is no impetus to buy like an entire album that comes out by a musical artist yeah you know if there's the one hit song that you've heard on the radio or well not on the radio yeah don't even listen <laughs> to- nobody's <laughs> listening to the radio yeah. that's that's a whole other thing uh but if there's the one song that everybody's listening to you just get it yeah and you listen to that and you don't necessarily go and listen to the whole album
0: you maybe don't even buy that individual song right so that's true you stream it
1: Which is, you know, it's so different because I had so many CDs that I owned because I liked one song Mm -hmm. and I took the gamble because there's no other way to get it. I mean, that's what you did. You bought the whole CD and it made me loyal to artists Mm -hmm. a lot, maybe in part because I had to because I already I already went all in. I already bought the whole CD and I listened to the whole thing. But, But I wonder if that kind of idea is changing in music or has changed already where you're not as loyal to certain artists and bands and things because Mm -hmm. you only have, like, oh, yeah, I really love that one song they did, but, oh, I don't know, I never listened to anything else by them.
0: Yeah. I will say there was a very, very brief overlap for me in my childhood where people were listening to CDs and where people were starting to listen to music on the Internet. And it was around the time I was listening to a lot of Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana and Taylor (laughs) Swift. So I had so many CDs where I had to listen to the entire album so I would know every single song so even now if you play any singular song from any of like 10 albums either by like the Jonas Brothers or Miley Cyrus or Taylor Swift I could sing every word to every song but there are some artists that I like now and that I think are popular now and that I would obviously choose to listen to over some of those previous artists but I could only know like a handful of their songs because they're the ones that I've chosen to listen to and for some reason, I have such a hard time, like, if I find this one artist and I like their one song, I'll have such a hard time going back to the beginning of their album and just listening to all these songs that I don't know. Because, like, I don't have to. And if I don't like one, like, I just... Why would I like to do that?
1: That's so wild because it... That one of the debates we used to have a lot was, like, which album by this artist yeah. is best. Like, you think about it, the the old... Is it the Blue Album or is it Pinkerton? <laughs> Which one really is best? Because if you're cool, you say Pinkerton. If you're being honest, it's the Blue Album. Come ah! on, everybody. It's the Blue It's the blue yes, Album.
2: No, I think that I, I don't think that there's a right answer there. I just think it divides people into two very distinct categories. Because <laughs> <laughs> there is no other answer beyond pink or blue that's acceptable. But I think that there's just two kind of people in the world, pink or blue.
0: That's. These
1: are Weezer albums.
0: Oh, okay, thank you for, for yeah. filling me in. I Sorry. wasn't gonna ask because I didn't want to sound uncool, but nice. I was just gonna like not along in- unless someone told me. <laughs> no,
2: don't worry, it's not a cool thing.
1: <laughs> no, that's I I, w- I wouldn't say this makes us cool. <laughs> uh, Justin would say Green, by the way, just to throw that oh. curve in there. <laughs> Maladroit. <I
2: know>. Boom. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Curly? Huh? <laughs> huh?
1: Um, yeah, but that's it's interesting because that would just that would go away because you wouldn't... I mean, you probably have never had a debate over which which album by a certain musical artist was their best album.
0: No. I think there's one artist where I've come close recently to listening to all of their albums, and that is Adele because she has like the numbered albums yeah so they're the really popular songs from each album so i've heard a little bit of each album but i've not heard all so i could kind of have a discussion like
2: mm-hmm. well this
0: one has these hits but this one <laughs> has these hits mm. so which ones do you like oh, more and then you don't but even it's get... more like it's not even like you get a feel for the whole album right it's like you just know like i well, set fire to the rain and someone like you are on this album but like hello and <laughs> all of her new songs are on this one so which one do you like more like you can just name like four f- or five songs maybe at the most from each one And maybe that makes me different maybe a lot more people listen to entire albums I, but I know for me even if I listen to an entire album I'll know the few songs that I like and then I'll just go back and listen to those few songs again like even if I listen to one song once from an entire album I'm not going to go back and listen to it if I don't like it
1: which like media when it comes to like The way that we listen to music it has gotten easier And easier to do that over time I mean if you go back to like I guess I guess in in vinyl it was easy to move The needle you know To what you wanted to listen to (laughs) Approximately but It's not easy (laughs) Well not easy but you know what I mean like you could do that On a tape you had to rewind and fast forward The whole thing to get to the songs you like CDs at least you could skip to songs But now you never even have to interact with The rest of the album if you don't want to Yeah um, no, I, and th- I mean, yeah. and then we, we kind of alluded to like the radio. <clears throat> yeah. Does that not even exist for you all? Do you guys listen to like I mean, satellite radio? radio? Well, you know what I mean? Like,
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I only listen to satellite radio now, but do you right. guys even listen to that? Um, I I don't, I know a lot of my friends that drive do like, let's turn it on while they're driving and it'll be on, they'll listen to it. But i mean i have my bluetooth connected to my phone so i just always hit play and whenever i was listening to and i get in my car to listen to while i drive uh i think it makes it so like you all talk about certain albums or songs that were the popular ones of of your time that kind of everyone knew like the few songs that mm-hmm. everyone who was growing up in this age at this time probably knew this song yeah it's probably because like you were listening to them on the radio right yeah like they were popular that's yeah. what they were playing you mm-hmm. don't have songs like that anymore albums like that anymore i think in a very limited way you do like maybe a few songs that went really viral and everyone was listening to and checking out online but you don't have the same sense of like everyone that was growing up at this time knew this song because everyone's on the internet so like if a certain song goes viral or gets popular like all of everyone is going to listen to it not just like the teens who are listening to the radio or
1: You you know. You're not all listening to the best of the '70s, '80s, and today. Exactly. That's just <laughs> <in> Sydney. <laughs> That's a joke because today would be the '90s, and that.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Six a.m. Woo. Uh,
1: that. So the other thing that would follow with that, I guess, is what we do. A podcast. Are oh, getting real meta. That's true. Yeah. Um, I I. I mean, I guess the corollary to this would have been, like, radio shows? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've used that to explain to people that don't quite get podcasts. (laughs) It's like, it's like a radio show, but we're just not on the radio. We're on the computer. It's like, oh, (laughs) well, that negates what you called yourself. Well, and that's, when you get into
1: that and you get into, like, YouTube videos, because I know, I mean, videos we've talked about, like, TV shows and movies, but the idea of a YouTube video that's made by a person in their home and then put on the internet and then people watch it. I mean, there was not something like that. No. Right. I mean once 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 the internet came around, people started doing things like that eventually. But generally speaking, other people making videos for you, other people making, you know, audio content like podcasts, it was not a thing. Yeah. And so it's not like, oh, that's that's the version of this nowadays for teens.
0: Right. Because it's all different.
1: It's a whole new way of interacting, not just with media, but with other people.
0: My uh, my government teacher this past year called it a la carte media because like hmm. you get to you pick and choose what you want now instead of more of like a universal. These are the movies that are out in the theaters right now. So they're what everyone's watching and the TV shows available and the season everyone is on and the music that's on the radio. It was more of like a unified um, watching and listening experience for people because it was like. I mean, movies, I think is, I don't think we talked about too much, but it's a good example of, like, these are the movies that were out in theaters, so these are the movies people are watching. Yeah. But now it's, like, Netflix has all of the movies. Like, mm-hmm. anyone can be watching any movie at any time, and there there are so many movies that are out in theaters that I don't even know are out in theaters until a few months later when I get to watch them on Netflix or iTunes or whatever. Like, it's more of everyone having a more individualized experience than a unified one.
2: Yeah. Riley, do you know there's a period when Netflix was not actually on the internet?
0: I was Are you talking about when you would order like the actual DVDs? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah. I was thinking yeah. about this the other night that I when I first experienced Netflix, it was at a friend's house because her dad had rented some DVDs from there for us to watch like w- the weekend before. And they'd finally come in, and I was like, "What is Netflix? What is this thing?" He opened up this little red envelope, and he tore the top off, oh. and he can slide it back in and send it back.
2: That—that that was like, what is yeah, this? That was the origin of Netflix. That's what I had in college, and I'll, I'll be darned if I didn't pay for a lot of those little <laughs> DVDs that went missing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, that that
1: when you say movies, a whole other thing would be if you weren't sure what movies you wanted to see or what was out, you could go to blockbuster and
0: and rent some
1: or or for us early days Cummings Rent-A-Center oh, where yeah. you could rent either a video or a lawnmower whatever you need <laughs> this is true uh but you could go and like kind of s- scan the aisles and figure yeah. things out there is no well I mean I guess Netflix is like that now well it's it's sort of. but it's everything yeah. but it's everything
2: ever it's crazy to me how much more like box art used to matter because that's what like yeah, That's kind of what you went by. You went for like a cool looking, because like, especially like Blockbuster, They well, they were all in those blue boxes, but they'd have like the, the cover art, like one copy that looked yeah you like were supposed to in front of it. And at Cummings, it was all just those boxes. But like, you would, you would pick up one that looked cool and read the back of it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was your preview. You couldn't watch a trailer. Like there weren't, yeah. the only trailers that you could see were for current movies. So you just yeah. took a gamble on like, how cool is this box art? How good does this sound? <laughs> that so led crazy. to a
1: lot of weird, scary movies through the years. I feel <laughs> yeah, like, that we watched. Yeah, a lot of odd choices that had we known. Like, why did we get that? Yeah,
2: mom and dad would always let me pick the horror movies. And the thing about the horror genre, especially the bad, like B horror genre, is sometimes it's horror. Sometimes it's like a porn that's disguised as horror. And you never know Mm -hmm. until you get it home and you're sitting down with your parents and you're watching it. And it's like, whoops,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did it again. (laughs) Taylor, a lot of your teen years were devoted to finding secret porn. I
2: think I'm not alone in that, actually. I think that was a lot of people's teen years.
1: (laughs) I was never so bold. I just had that book, How You Got to Be You, that had pictures of front butts in it. That
2: That that was your porn. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right (laughs) this Um, has been fun (laughs) but I
1: think it's true I think I think to kind of like to pull them all together it really has uh, it's interesting how individual and how personal Mm -hmm. your experience with media is now yeah Um, and I I just I wonder what that there aren't those like those big there are big cultural moments of course you know a new Star Wars comes out everybody's gonna watch it and talk about it yeah you know but it's not the same as like, especially with with television. I mean, when the Friends final sh- episode came on, I can't even imagine watching that in real time. I mean, everyone was watching it, oh, yeah. And I and and this this dates me. I'm sure there are people older than me who would say the same thing about the Mash final episode. Mm-hmm. But you know, when it, when that came on, like I still remember where I was and like. We were all sitting in this room, and we were watching it, and I was drinking this, and and I was calling people who weren't with me to say, like, did you just see that, Can you? I I mean,
0: like... That's so crazy.
1: Those those experiences are fewer and fewer.
0: I, I think it can be nice at times, though, because, like, if you experience a show growing up or, like, that you really like when you're in middle school, early high school, and then you meet someone, you start dating... And you can kind of share those shows that you liked and were important to you with them. Mm-hmm. And I think in a way, like, if you were watching them real time growing up, there'd be no way to, like, share them with another person. Like, oh, you never saw this? Like, here, watch it. And, then, like, you watch the entire series with them and get to see them react to it and re-watch it and get to know it with someone else. And it's almost like certain shows can become your shows and mm-hmm. shows that you watch with this person. And it's like you don't watch another episode of this show unless you're with this person. It kind of becomes, like the thing you do and then you talk about it and you catch up on it with them so i think it can be nice in a way to have that individualized experience to share with other people but it's definitely more of like a personal sharing experience and not a universal one
2: well and i, I do think that it it really it's even incre- it's influencing the media that's being created too because if you think of like those shows that all had to be benign enough to, to play at like a seven eight o'clock spot had to be something that the kids could watch and the parents would want to watch. Like it had to be
0: yeah.
2: family-friendly media. But now I think we're the the amount of creativity and, and specificity that we're getting in like what's made for us. Yeah. There's stuff that feels like it's made for your weird stuff specifically.
1: <laughs> right. I think that's very true. Justin always says that about um, the show The Good Place, mm-hmm. which I think is a fantastic show. A show. I can't recommend it enough. But if you talked about the premise and the twists and turns that show takes, that show never would have been made or run in prime time, back when that's when you watch TV. You know, I mean, it just wouldn't have happened, Um, and it would have been a shame because it's an amazing show. It's just to try to get somebody to make that show, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Well, I I think for for six a.m. we've really cracked this one, (laughs) sisters.
0: We have we cracked the case.
1: Timeline for
2: modern media all before 7am the
1: most important thing that I would say is keep listening to podcasts please (laughs) (laughs) that's the most important thing we are the new frontier we're we're the new frontier of media nothing like this existed when Taylor and I were in high school so that means we're just at the beginning of this adventure in podcasting please keep on it
2: (laughs) So, 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 so many directions to go in um well thank you
1: sisters for getting up so early um my baby is climbing me and i have to get ready for work i have to go work now that's you're, crazy you're both going to go back to bed i know you are and i'm yeah. going to go work I,
2: i've got i've got to work it's that horrible amount of time where if i could sleep i could sleep for like an hour and then have to be up again for work so i'm just going to be up so i feel mm. you well good for you i probably will sleep an hour but yeah
1: riley's going to need to sleep until like 3 to i make need up another for this. like 6 hours of sleep <laughs> riley's
2: going to sleep into the next podcast to make up for this one <laughs>
1: Well, uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us. Uh, if you want to check out other great podcasts, well, I shouldn't say, Why is that fair to
0: say we're great? Oh, we're pretty good.
1: We're agree. Other podcasts that we think are good, um, go to MaximumFun.org. You can email us at stillbufferingatmaximumfun.org if you have thoughts or suggestions. You can tweet at us at StillBuff. Um, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, Change Your Mind.
0: This has been Still Buffering, a Sister's Guide to Teens Through the Ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And
2: I'm Taylor Smurl.
0: I'm a teenager. And, and I was, was two. two. It's a lot harder Change when your, your Skype book text, you're frozen.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: just making this inquisitive face at you guys. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Hey, this is John Roderick of America.
1: I know that guy. He also made the theme song for My Brother, My Brother and Me. And you've teamed up with uh, your friend Adam and a guy you also know, Ben Harrison. Hey,
0: you're my friend. Uh, And we make a uh, war movie podcast called Friendly Fire. Now, you may be turned off by the premise right then and there, but you would be wrong.
2: (laughs) Well, it's because it's about so much more than war or war
0: films. War movies are also a great window into filmmaking and the way our culture thinks of itself and other cultures think of themselves.
1: So listen to Friendly Fire on MaximumFun.org every Friday
2: or get it wherever you get podcasts.
1: MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.